Omicron variant ravages through Southside next. Clay Thompson returns after 941 days of missed time. And Passion 2022 has concluded. Welcome back to the Southside Next podcast. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? Taking picture of my life. Just cropped it. <laughs> Come on. How we doing? How we doing? Welcome back to episode 11 of the Southside Next One 11? Life podcast. 11, Come bro. On. Who would have thought? I say, I think we say that every single episode. It. Who would have thunk it? But we are just keep pushing. We are continuing. And we're just running the race that God has laid out for us. Amen. 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 I am Jared Miller. I'm joined with Joshua Metz and, and Michaela Mack. Sorry, Donald. we just went out of order real quick. That's <laughs> no, 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 you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I, lo- you looked at me like you wanted me to say my name, but then you said Josh's name, so I didn't want Josh to feel left he out. Hit, he hit the uh, no. He hit the no look pass on me. <laughs> I, so I had the no look pass went out of bounds. <laughs> Turnover. But <laughs> what's it called? We are here, episode 11, and we have a very, very special topic to talk about, something that's near and dear to all of Come our hearts, on. and that is Passion 2022 Conference. I Come on. Mercedes-Benz Stadium Amen. in Atlanta, Georgia. Man, Man, what a time that was. What and you know what? Let's just go and let's mm. just jump right into it. Um, mm. So, Jared, I'm just going to, I'm going to, actually, I'm going to look the Passover. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, Michaela and I, we've had... Our, we've, we went to Passion before. Mm. So, and we, we kind of, we described it to you before we went to Passion. Yeah. This back a couple, like a week and a half ago. So leading up to Passion, that's describing like what we gained from it and our experience from it. What was some of the things that you experienced in the life of Jared Miller? What were some things that from your perspective that you went there with? And then what were some things that like you that changed your life, that were very impactful to you at Passion 2022? Mm-hmm. What were some of those things? So I would say like listening to you guys talk about Passion a lot and listening to you guys really hype me up over the past like six, seven months. One thing that I was really looking forward to is how you guys described it as life-changing. I know Michaela's probably going to get into this, but going to Passion 2020 really shaped her identity and like her believing like what she was called to do with her life and like uh, and so that's a very very high bar but like obviously whatever high bar there is i know the lord can reach that and then some so i was going into it with that mindset um i forget which verse it is but it's like the lord will like make straight your paths and like i was going into it with those kinds of expectations and um you guys would just talk about the bands i would play and like the speakers and i was so I feel like in some ways I was so ready, but in some ways I wasn't ready enough. One thing that you guys had stressed to me going into it was to prepare my heart. Mm-hmm. And I believe, I don't know who said it, but they even like put out a video passionately. Like, who yeah. was it? Was it? Um, who was that? Christine Kane. Was or, it Christine Kane? Repeat it. Oh, uh, um, they were talking about preparing our hearts. Was it? I feel like, like it preparing was. Preparing our hearts Kane. for passion. Oh no no no! It was uh, it wasn't Christine Kane. Christine Kane talked about the she talks about this passion like being what everything mm. led up to. Yeah, so like passion, oh, okay, what okay. happened in Passion Twenty Twenty and what's transpired with COVID since then, and them having to switch to virtual for Twenty Twenty One. She said all of that is leading to this defining moment. And so it was like um, 
the one who talked about preparing your hearts is there was an interview between Sadie Roberts and Huff mm-hmm. and her husband, Christian Huff, where they, I think it was Ben Stewart, actually asked them if they could give advice to anybody going to Passion for the first time, for Passion 22, uh, what would they get, mm-hmm. tell them? And Christian Huff was the one who said, I wish I would have prepared my heart more. Because he said, you, everybody goes to Passion knowing that it's going to be this awesome experience. Knowing all the hype that's around it, um, the speakers that are going to be there, the worship, all these different things. And it's like you can get lost in those moments and lost in like the glamour of it all if you're not mm-hmm. preparing your heart to receive mm. the, the meaning behind everything. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, you have these famous people in front of you. But when Tim Tebow's up there on stage, he's not... He's not saying, I'm Tim Tebow, listen to me. He's saying, do you want God? Because if you want God, then then listen to what I'm about to tell you in Scripture, and you're going to be able to connect. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that that's what passion is. It's taking uh, it's taking the meaning and the reasoning behind everything and saying, yes, that's Carrie Job on stage, and yes, Carrie Job is awesome, but look at the way she worships. Mm-hmm. I want to worship like she worships. Mm-hmm. You know, what? what's the meaning and reasoning behind everything? And it's preparing your heart. And, and that it was Christian Huff. Christian, Christian Huff who Huff. said that. Sadie yeah. okay. Robertson's That's what husband. I, um, yeah, so that yeah. That was great. Big thing was, it was very great, Michaela. <laughs> that was, um, like, so a big thing was, like, I going into it, I remember it was the first day I was walking into Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We were, like, all waiting in line. And I was just thinking. I was just, like. Did I prepare my heart enough? Am I fully ready for whatever is behind these mm. doors or for however God's going to speak to me? Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, I think looking back in retrospect, I was a lot more ready than I thought I was. And I think like for me, it was just like the feeling of being unsure because um, I don't know. Yeah. Like has like, as I've talked in the podcast and as I've, share with you guys before i'm still relatively pretty new in my faith and i feel like that's a source of a lot of um discomfort for me mm-hmm. at points because like i'll i'll really get in my head about it and be like well i'm not as qualified to deliver this or worship this way or receive this kind of message because like i didn't grow up um in this kind of atmosphere which is like obviously if anyone's listening a very foolish way of looking at things and so so i went into it and immediately um, when the conference started, is worship. Yeah, it was um, yeah. the second song, and a song that they repeated a lot during the conference was "Christ Be Magnified." Yeah, and before before the conference even started, we I was driving. I think I told Michaela about this. But I was driving to um, Michaela's house. Like everyone was meeting at Michaela's house in the morning. It was four a.m. and I was driving on the highway. It was like empty. I like empty car, no music playing. And I was just talking to God. The one word he put on my mind was magnify. Mm. No idea. And then the second song we played, and the song they played four times at the conference was Christ Be Magnified. And since then, it's been my favorite song since the conference. And it was really, really great. And um, stuff I really took away from it was like, and so I would say the worship, the worship was absolutely incredible no matter if it was um kb up there if it oh, was yeah. like oh my kb the KB. building was so hype if you didn't like christian rap before oh, kb you gosh. like him now that you saw him live that was so like yeah. i like i was in a, i was at a rap concert 
Dude was what? just going off. He was like, not today, Satan. Bam. Man, it was insane. Dude. Insane. And then do the church clap. I wish I had a lot more knowledge on a, on a lot of Christian artists, but like every band that was up there was incredible and the worship was incredible. And I I love worship. I, I love worship so much. So like being being able to worship with 60,000 other people. There were so many moments during the conference because we sat on the floor. Yeah. We sat um not yeah, like we did. right in front of the <laughs> stage, but we were very close to it. We worked hard for these floor tickets. We, we pushed. Ran. We shoved our way through. We woke up early. Yeah. Literally. We gave up sleep. Yeah. Gave we, up a lot we, of sleep. We split up at one point and uh, we looked around and I was like, uh-oh. And then I realized that the second half of the group was with Josh. And I said, they, they will be fine because Josh will power his way through that. crowds of people. I remember that. I was like, where is everybody? Safely. Kayla? Safely. And we, and we looked at each other. We're like, they're with Josh. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Sounds good. Josh was designated babysitter of the trip. <laughs> um, but so yeah, worship was amazing. I remember I, like there were so many moments where... During worship, I would just get overwhelmed, and I'd turn around, and I'd look up behind me, mm. 60,000 people, arms raised, and it's like singing from their hearts, and it was incredible. I've never been in an atmosphere like that in my yeah. life. I, um, let's say, this was very transformative, and um, so the worship was obviously very, very good, and then the messages were really good, and you see the merch I bought? Yeah, that merch nice. was fire. Pretty nice. I um copped a really nice book from Louis Giglia that I've been really sticking my nose in, and that's been very fulfilling. Yeah. Don't give the enemy a seat at your table. So it is so great. great. Mm. So great. Great book. We all got matching socks, by the way, us three. We yeah. all got yeah, matching socks. We all got socks. the passion different, socks. Different colors, though, right? I've got, me and Jared have red. Yeah, yeah. I you have, have black. Well, I have the white so black. We need to take a picture, like Josh is standing in the middle, and it's yeah. just of our socks. And uh, I actually have, Hard. me and Jared have the same shirt. We uh, did get the same one, shirt. Yeah. And, then also, got it and then too. I also no, she did, got the black shirt, and I got I got the black shirt with Isabel. So me uh, and Isabel both have the black shirts, and then me and Jared also have the tan ones. Sheesh. Sheesh. That is amazing. And I got Mackenzie a beanie. Mm. Okay. I think just like talking about passion, like I thought I was already going to this podcast going in, but like me talking about it right now, I'm just overwhelmed You're by reliving like, everything. It, right? Is um very very great. Um, just like all and. Lord really spoke to me. The Lord really, really, really spoke to me through all the speakers that we had up there. And it was to the point where by the time the last speaker got off stage and they went to go into worship one more time, mm. I didn't want it to end. Yeah. I was so, like, I would have been there all night. We had been in the Ben Stadium in the same seats for 13, 14 hours. I didn't want to go anywhere. And, like, I'd never felt that before. And, it was a lot like packed into a day and a half, but I do it all over again, back to back to back yeah. to back. It's incredible. Very incredible. If there is one single, like there's one most impactful moment that you can think back to from Passion 2022 that would like, you could say kind of, that was your, that was it. You knew that was your moment with God. What would you say it was? My moment with God. It was um, like that aha moment. Like you just knew. It was during worship. I want to say it was 
the third time they played Christ We Magnified. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'll go with that. Yeah, it, it was the third time they played on Christ We Magnified. And so I was worshiping. Michaela was actually on my left. Isabel was on my right. Joshua was behind me. Mm-hmm. And there is a moment where um, I really looked around at everybody in the stadium. I looked around. I've had these types of moments before, not to get too sappy, but I remember like there have been some Sundays where it's been like the four of us. Um, and we were sitting um, in the very front row. I remember I just, I was in the middle and I just looked around at us. I was like, this is like family. This yeah. is like, it. and like, I was feeling that exact same feeling there. And I looked around at 60,000 other people worshiping. I looked around at um, our entire Southside Next family out there. Minus a couple of people. Um, yeah, everyone was like worshiping. Everyone was like so devoted to the Lord in that moment. I just broke down. I had, um, Lord was overflowing in my heart. And yeah, I, um, I remember you just like dropped. I dropped to the That's ground. Right. And I was oh like, my oh my goodness. Man. And it's like, oh, Michaela, my, my esteemed youth pastor prays <laughs> over me. That's right. I, I was overwhelmed. And then like, I had the thought in that moment. I was like, what if all 60,000 people in here ran that. out the you, doors you said right that right now. after i got done praying yeah i remember yeah, that and yeah. i got chills when you said that yeah what if everybody ran out of the stadium started evangelizing talking about christ like bringing people back into the stadium but more and more and more and more wow and we were to all when we leave passion we all go home and we all just talk about yeah. jesus and like bring people That's to christ good. and like imagine if yeah. our sanctuary next sunday was four times as full like, yeah I want everybody in the world to experience what I'm experiencing right now. Exactly. So that wow. was probably my moment. Exactly. Come on. I love that you keep bringing up Christ Be Magnified. Mm. Um, because Christ Be Magnified, the first time Cody Carnes ever performed that, it was at Passion 2020. And I, it, like, I would go as far to say if there was a song that encompassed this generation like our generation, it, it might be this song. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you guys have ever, have ever heard Christ Be Magnified, but I pulled up the bridge. The bridge is what really what really gets you. And it, the bridge says, I won't bow to idols. I'll stand strong and worship you. And if it puts me in the fire, I'll rejoice because you're there too. I won't be formed by, by feelings. I'll hold fast to what is true. If the cross be- brings transformation, then I'll be crucified with you. Because death is just a doorway into resurrection life. And if I join you in your suffering, then I'll join you when you rise. And when you return in glory with all the angels and the saints, my heart will still be singing and my soul will be, this, and my song will be the same. And then it goes into, oh, Christ, you magnified. That is, wow, I love that. I, I love remember the so first much. time Cody Carnes performed that at Passion 2020, we were all just like in awe because we had never heard like, a, a song like that you know just mm-hmm. a bridge that just smacks you in the face like that when he's he, when he says um if the cross brings transformation then i'll be crucified with you and then it literally like, says because oh death God. is just a doorway into resurrection life and oh if i join God. you in the suffering then i'll join you when you rise and Amazing. i don't know about y'all but i've never ever gone hardcore to a bridge the way that i go hardcore to this bridge oh yeah. my and uh and, and, and sixty thousand mm-hmm. people go hardcore to that bridge it's the only song you can sing four times at passion and ain't nobody getting sick of it yeah. Oh yeah, like no, you, for sure. you, it is unreal the way that the stadium fills with voices when that bridge comes on. Mm-hmm. Like that is 
That is literally 60,000 people proclaiming that they're not going to put anything else above God anymore. Okay. Now, I'm not bringing comparison because that isn't in its its own moment by itself. Like, you can't compare it to any other moment. But when Carrie Joe, oh, I love when we, when Joe. okay, there's it's, actually but, it's but on. They're, they're husband and wife, so it's okay. Exactly, <laughs> but as far as moments of just complete praise, when Carrie Job, when Talk she was leading, couple. when she was <laughs> leading that song, and uh, the Amen, when Ooh. exactly you had sixty thousand people. The blessing, baby. You had sixty thousand people. Scream or like not screaming, but singing at the top of their lungs, mm-hmm. praising, singing Amen. The way it echoed throughout, and especially when like the music just cut it's out, like just just the voices. Oh. I love that. I love. So that moment with Carrie Job was just outstanding. I mean, they were like how how you were saying with with Christ be magnified, like that that the bridge, and so. That's another moment that really stood out to me. And that's mm. actually, if you guys want to know what I'm talking about, um, if you actually head to Passion268 on Instagram, there's actually a, uh, a video um, with Carrie Job actually singing that and leading it. Um, so, yeah, if you guys want to head over, yeah, it's right here on the Passion268. Uh, yep, it's right there. It's r- like the one, two, three. It's the seventh one down. Yeah. And it's a video to her. Um, and just the way... All of our voices echoed throughout the entire stadium, and I know that it echoed throughout outside of the stadium as well. I know that, but just the amount of praise and worship from our hearts was just so raw, and it was just so pure. And how we were just worshiping Jesus—it was just—it was such a captivating moment. And Michaela, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Um. So, having gone to Passion Twenty Twenty. How would you say from Passion 2020 when you said you had a transformative experience from 2020 to Passion 2022 and all that you went through in your life and your call to ministry and going deeper in your faith and being called deeper into ministry and and, uh, kind of accepting a a leadership role in ministry at here at Southside Church, how – how did the entire time between Passion 2020 and 2022, what shaped your perspective and what shaped your life and your diff- and like your perspective going into 20, Passion 2022? What would you say kind of what would you say kind of shaped your perspective a little bit differently going into Passion 2022? What were some things you were expecting differently going into it? And what were some things that you really got out of it that really stood out to you? I wouldn't say my expectation. Uh, I mean, the expectation could have changed a little bit. When I for, went into Passion 2020, there was no expectation, right? Mm-hmm. So I had heard about this thing called Passion. I knew it was this big Christian conference. I knew that there was a lot of famous people there, that it was going to be a really fun experience. Um, I didn't anticipate the impact that it did have on me. And so I really appreciated watching that interview that we mentioned earlier with Christian Huff, where he said that he would urge people to prepare their heart more. Uh, Cause that was something that I didn't do for passion 2020. I just kind of like went in and was like, whatever happens happens. There was zero expectation. I didn't really anticipate it to impact me as much as it did. Um, but when I was there, um, it was the moment where Carrie Job led worship. 
and I'm I'm a big fan of Carrie Joe, but it's just always like the big spiritually like transformative moments that happen in my life. They're always happening, or like when God speaks to me, it's always when I'm worshiping. It's like a Carrie Job song. Like it's weird. Uh, but I got that too, though. I got that too. Yeah, and so, um, so it'll happen on car rides when I'm just, uh, when I'm just riding in the car, you know, and I turn on my worship music and I just drive, and I've got nowhere to go, no place to be, but I'm just driving and listening to music. But there at Passion 2020, when she sang that unreleased song, favorite place. Like, just listening to her be like, like, I don't want to leave this moment. I don't want to miss one thing. Like, is there anything you want to show me, God? Like, that's just where, like, that's just what hit me. Like, I was like, I could stay in this moment, in this mm. presence forever mm. and never get tired of it. Yeah. And and that's just like the, this overwhelming feeling that I had. And then John Piper spoke and, and then he gave everybody his book, Don't Waste Your Life. And I was like, I just, I want to stay like this forever. This fire that I have, I don't want it to burn out. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just kind of what ignited me moving forward, coming back from Passion 2020. And then going into uh, 2022, my expectation was just to allow as many young adults here at at Southside to experience what I experienced. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, for me, it was more of like, um, confirmation, like that I'm on the right track. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like God, there, there is still a plan. There's still a purpose. There is a vision that you have for me. And, um, and it's just, uh, sometimes we get so caught up in the world and everything that's going around us. And, and it was actually Carrie Job singing her song first love uh, that really, uh, that really threw me for a loop because, um, the song, uh, talks about like, you're still my first love. You're still my only one. And um, there's an amazing song. And there's this part of the song where she says, I feel my heart beating out of my chest. I want to stay forever like this. And then she she says, may the flame of my heart always be lit. I want to burn forever like this. And like when she sang those lyrics, like I felt that in my chest and my soul, like everything that I had, I was like, God, I want to stay forever like this. Like I I want the flame that's inside of me to never go out. And, um, and just that's that's how I feel. I don't I just want this momentum to carry on forever. And mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to be experienced. It doesn't have to be going to passion conference every year for that to ignite me. But it's just like it, it just reminds you in that atmosphere, in that moment, 60,000 other young adults like just worshiping God around you. And I'm like, and so, yeah, when you sing the bridge of Christ be magnified, that hits different there. Mm -hmm. It does hit different than listening to it in your car. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because I experienced 60,000 people shouting out that bridge saying, I believe this and I mean it, God. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just what passion does to me. Like it just fires me up because Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not just me. It's not just Southside. Like there's a bigger picture. Like Come we on. are, we are a body of Christ. Like we Come are the on. body of Christ. We are the church. The church is a body. It's not just one physical building. You know what I mean? So it's not just like God's mission for the Great Commission isn't just for Southside. Mm-hmm. It's not just for Michaela. It's not just for Josh. It's not just for Jared. But it's for all sixty thousand of those people in that stadium with us, mm-hmm. and everybody else who's going to hear the gospel. Amen. It's the same thing, and so it's like. Those moments fire me up because there were sixty thousand other people shouting and meaning what I what I was singing too. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? It's not just Michaela anymore. It's not just mm-hmm. Southside anymore, but it is Christians. It is the kingdom of God as a whole. Amen. And that's what, that's just what fires me up. And, and in passion 2020, I had no expectation, but my expectation for 2022 was to, was to get back at it. Yeah. My expectation for 2023 is to see how many more believers can come to passion. Amen. How Amen. many, yes. how yes. many, how many more people can be changed by passion conferences? You know what I mean? Because passion conference isn't like this thing where it's like you can you can bring an unbeliever to passion and they can have a spiritual awakening there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But passion but like passion conferences in general is all about equipping a generation that's already accepted Jesus. Yeah. It's like you're already a Christian. Okay, so this is what you got to do with it, and that's why I love it. Wow. Wow. It's like you said you love Jesus. You said you're a Christian. Start acting like it. Let's put it to the test. That was definitely the tone that, um, L- listen to my coach Tim Tebow. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That was like that was Tim Tebow's tone. That was Jenny Allen's tone. Like yeah, Christine Kane's tone. Christine Kane's tone. That was um, they came out with. It was different. It was a fire. lot different. They came out expecting absolute that fire and authority in the power of the Holy Spirit. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever known the feeling of like. <laughs> What's it called? When you're at a service and the pastor is really on fire. And pastor's really on fire and it can get overwhelming for some. And that's like yeah. you it's the type of services that you hear complaints about afterwards. Like like the pastor shouldn't have like gone this overboard. But it's like when you're in that room and they're speaking to sixty thousand people, but they're speaking to you. Yeah. yeah. They're like speaking directly. Yeah, like that girl Jenny Allen who told everybody if they have if they're not going to use what Pat if you go to Passion and speakers and like the Giglios, Tim Tebow, Sadie mm. Robertson, all these amazing speakers, Christine Kane, they take time to pour into you. All these worship leaders come out to lead you in amazing worship, and you stand here and you worship and you party it up at Passion, but you go home and you do nothing with it. That girl Jenny Allen said it's a waste. She said you are wasting your time here. Mm-hmm. She said what a waste it would be. Yeah, she said what a oh. what a waste it would be if you came here, participated in this, got your got your kicks, got your worship in, got your party in, you're living it up, you're living your best life here in Atlanta. She said, you do all of this, but you go home and you do nothing with it. What a waste. What a waste your ticket was. Wow. Wow. And she didn't tell that to just me. She didn't tell it to just Jared or Josh. She told it to 60,000 people in that stadium and everybody else watching online. That that was very, very powerful. That's the fire they speak at Passion, guys. We don't sit around and we don't get these soft little messages. We get like, we get like, if you're not doing anything after this conference, why are you here? That's exactly it. They literally, Mm -hmm. each one of them reiterated the same statement. If you're not doing something with what you're getting here, if you're not letting this fire transition into your spiritual walk outside of here, into your communities, and really Mm -hmm. start spreading the gospel and evangelizing when you leave here, then your ticket was a waste. Why are you here? Wow. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's what they said. Yep. Each one of them reiterated it in multiple different ways. Yeah. I think, like, on that note, too, one thing that, like, I really took away from Passion, kind of, like, both during the worship and, like, during the speakers is, like, it's just about, like, trusting God's, like, plan. Come but on. in every single aspect of your life. Like, we're all, what's it called? We're all in our early 20s. We're... We, we're not with our like life partners and we're not in our like well 
in some aspects like Michaela is, but we're not at our final destination of like our career. And like, yeah. we're not like, there's so many things in our lives that are so uncertain for all of us. And we just need to trust God with Amen. everything in us and trust mm-hmm. that he has us in every situation. I have it. And I, I remember there's a point where I looked down at my leg and I, I have a freaking tattoo that says anxious for nothing. But sometimes I get a little like insecure about that because I do get anxious. I do get anxious about like, and it will be about like everyday things, but it'll also be about like the fact that like, I don't fully put my trust in God. And mm. I like, sometimes I, um, I take situations into my own hands and I really believe that I have it all figured out. But one thing passion revealed to me entirely is that God's plan is the plan. And that's really what I end up taking away from it. And I mean, that's kind of like spread into all aspects of my life. I go into work now and, um, and, um, what's it called? I go into work with this newfound fire in me and this newfound, like, like I'm doing this work, not for myself, but to, but to present myself as a faithful servant to the Lord. And no matter what I'm doing, no matter where he's put me and I can look at areas of my life where, um, I wish things were different. I wish that I was in a better situation. I wish that, um, yeah, just like things were different. And, but as soon as I start to really understand that I'm put in this position for a reason, God didn't forget about me. Mm. God never forgets about me. He never leaves me abandoned. He'll walk through the fire with me. Mm-hmm. He'll walk through the darkest like depths with um with me. And so tonight I was um with the middle schoolers um at our church and one of the girls she brought up scripture and that doesn't usually happen with middle schoolers. I don't know if you guys have ever been with middle schoolers, but they aren't usually spouting out the scripture. And yeah. um let me just give a shout out real quick. This girl, Analia Archer. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She is the sweetest girl ever. She's so smart, so intelligent. She was telling me today she's taking pre-algebra. She's 11 years old. Oh my goodness. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but, um, so she, um, she points my attention to Jeremiah 29, 11. And I think that really ties in. Yes. Yes. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Josh is mouthing Amen. that verse right now. It is such a powerful verse. And it's so so reassuring in so many ways. And just in that same way, passion was just so reassuring. Yeah. And I'm able to leave passion and go back into what I call it as the real world. But obviously it's not. But like I go back into normal life. And like now with this newfound like like weapon in my back pocket yeah like i know this like and the lord knows it too he's plans for me he's gonna prosper me he hasn't forgotten about me and because i'm in this situation it doesn't mean that the lord's abandoning me that he doesn't love me but in fact he loves me so much that he's allowing me to go through this situation in my life to grow through it and to grow with him in the process grow my perseverance so there's one thing that i really really took away from passion yeah all right, well, I guess I should share. <laughs> I guess you have to. I guess you have to. Um, well, I'm guys, uh, so, I don't know. There's just so much about Passion 2022 in these past couple of weeks leading up to Passion 2022. 
Um, I know when we were getting closer and um, I was kind of bombarding Michaela when I know she was stressing about making sure everything was running smooth and planning everything. And <laughs> Josh bombard never. <laughs> I would literally text her almost every single day. I would tell her in some way, shape or form like that I was just so pumped for Passion 2022. And like I just knew that God was going to move in such a mighty great way. And we were going to experience something that we've never experienced before. And he kept putting that on my heart and I kept relaying that. And I just kept, I just kept with that, kept with that. And you, everyone knows that when, when God is about to do something great, that the enemy tries to come up against you. And so I remember there was a few times that the enemy was trying to come up against me and trying to deter me away from the, the meaning why I was going to passion 2022. And there were some things leading up to it and, and by the grace of God, and he helped me get through that. And that the the work of the enemy, you know, no, it's nothing in comparison to how great our God is. No. Um, so, Passion 2022, invigorating is yeah. the word that comes into That's mind. And I know that was used there. I forget who used it. Was it me? So I can't take the credit for that one. <laughs> um, but I remember hearing it there. Uh but so remember, Passion 2022, and I'm going to answer some of the same questions I asked you guys, mm-hmm. which is, I want to get your guys' take on it because I was thinking like the same thing in my head. And one of the things is from, because this is my third year, actually. I went in 2019, 2020, and then now 2022. So I remember 2019 and 2020, you know, I mean, I knew, knew Jesus, you know, my relationship wasn't as significant as, as it is now. Mm-hmm. And so... My mindset was, you know, I was just like, go and have a good time. Like, I didn't really have any expectations, so to say. And I guess my, my heart wasn't fully there, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like fully there. I mean, it was still like, it was there, but just wasn't fully there. And so from 2019 to 2020, you know, I, I went in, I had a different level, you know, I just, I was um, exposed to a different perspective of faith and who Jesus was or who he is and who he was to me at the time and how that has changed over the years um, through getting to know him more by getting into his word and being encounterments in his presence and through worship and and just being able to know who he is by community and fellowshipping with one another. And so it's really cool all this time over the years. And so what shaped me from 2020 to 2022 is that my heart has been in different places. And my heart was in a different place in 2020 than it is now here in 2022. And through that, throughout this past year, throughout the past two years, I should say, um, the Lord really worked. He's been working in my heart and in my life and through my life. And he's brought me to a spot where leading up to Passion 2022, I was going in. He was getting me ready and geared up to be going in, going expecting he was going to do something in my life. He was going to do he's using it i was expecting that he was going to do something awesome do something great at passion 2022 that there's going to be something that was going to be changed something was going to be revealed something was going to be changed i wasn't sure what it was but i just knew that something was going to happen so a very prominent moment in passion 2022 was when carrie job it was i think her second here we go carrie job again um (laughs) carrie um I remember it was her second song, and I remember she was starting it out, and she she like kind of she was giving like a nice soft spoken, uh, just a quick little message, just speaking from her heart. And I remember that she was just saying that the Lord just wants our heart. And Ooh. and I remember that 
I think it was like maybe not even a minute into the song. I remember the Lord just came and you know that soft spoken voice just comes in and, and it just hits you and you just, you, you just know. And I remember that the Lord told me, he's like, Josh, I want your whole heart. Cause I was just holding on. I was just holding on to like that 10% or whatever it was I was holding on to. I wasn't giving him my full heart. There was something I was still holding on to. And I want to ask whoever's listening right now, what, what are you holding on to right now? Do, are you really giving Jesus your full heart? And we need to start here in the church. It starts here in the church. What are we holding on to? Are we holding on to something in our life that, you know, that the Lord's saying, you know, you need to give that to me. And because that, that's where I was. That's where I was last Monday. Last Monday in the afternoon, Lord came to me and said, Josh, I want your full heart. And ever since then, my life has been changed. And he says, I want your full heart in everything that you do. And I thought I was, but I wasn't. I was only fooling myself. And so that's what he revealed to me. And that's the biggest takeaway I can say is that he just wants our full hearts. He just wants 100% of our hearts. So are we giving him 100% of our hearts throughout the day? And you know what? If we're not then it's, it's a daily process. It's a daily thing at the beginning of every single day throughout the day. Are we starting our day saying, Lord, have my heart. Here's my whole heart. I lay my life down before you. Here is my, here's everything. Or are we holding on to something? Are we giving him 90%? We're holding on to 10%. Are we even holding on to, to 1%? Or are we relinquishing absolutely everything over to him? Are we laying down our life before him and picking up our cross and following after him daily? That's good. So those are some really awesome things, guys, that happened at Passion 2022. Actually, there were some notes. Um, I actually had a, I remember it was in the middle of worship. I just, I couldn't help but like not go to my phone and I just had to open the notes. And I just, I just went ahead and I just started just typing away. And these are some of the thoughts that were going through my head. To see 60,000 other young people, 18 to 25 years old, giving their absolute all during worship to Jesus, here here goes, was completely invigorating. Raising their voices of praise so loud, chains were breaking in those moments. There were strongholds that were falling down in that worship, in those moments, and it was, you could just feel it, and the presence was so strong. Their voices of praise and their hands raised up to Jesus Christ, our Savior. And then there was also moments, I remember, I think, Jared, I think you may have actually talked about it. Huh. It was either here or it was in the car, but we were talking about, um, so just think, a, f- a stadium packed, so many people, 60,000 people, and then there was moments in the worship that it, the stadium would just be silent. Like you would, if something like if a pin dropped or something like that, you'd be able to hear it. Like it was completely silent and it was, I've never experienced something like that before. That many people and it was that silent. The spirit was so strong. Everyone was just captivated by the Holy Spirit. And it was just so awesome to be a part of that. And those moments right there, that's what Michaela was saying. I don't want to leave your presence. I don't want to leave. And that's, I remember I was like, I don't want to leave this. It was just so profound. And it was pretty cool because I remember it was like the very first day that we were there that afternoon that we showed up Sunday afternoon. 
it hit me that all these people, yet we are all brothers and sisters in the name of Jesus. And it was so cool. The Lord changed my perspective to see that, to see that we were all brothers and sisters. We were all a part of one big family. And it was so cool. Like I never have seen that in that way before. And it completely just expanded my horizon. I mean, we've always talked about it. I mean, I've always talked about it and we've, I've heard it, but to actually see it that way was something completely new to me. It was very awesome. Um, it was pretty cool because we were all united by the blood that was shed on the cross for our sins, by what Jesus did for us. And that's what unites all of us. And it was just passion 2022. It was very awesome. And, and like, like Jenny Allen said, what a waste it would be. Have what we waste? What a what an experience we had for for someone to not take that and like she said, run with it and to to nurture it and grow in that. Mm. What a waste that would be because there's someone in this world that would give up anything to be in that spot to be have anything to have a chance at what we had, and we Mm. are so thank. I'm I'm so thankful. I know we're all here thankful for what we were able to experience because it was truly captivating and life-changing and i know i walked out of that building i walked away from passion 2022 a changed heart and i know all three of us did i know there were so many more and i just pray that those because the reality is that there will be some that won't pursue it you know why because that was me in 2019 i wasn't one who who pursued it afterwards but like i am now i'm a changed heart now Jesus really got a hold of me. So the question is, what are we going to do with that? What are we going to do now that we've kind of experienced this? Are we, the thing is, is like, are we really going to run with it? And that's just, that's, that's for not just for us from passion, but that's for every single Christian. What are we going to do? What are we really doing? And I want to tie that in to what David Platt said, because David Platt had, dude, David Platt, man, he's awesome. Um, he he had a quote. He said, "Refuse to settle for a casual, comfortable cultural Christianity that forgets the Malias of the world." And Malia was someone who was in the story. Um, that's a whole different topic because it was yeah. a very long story. But that first part, refuse to settle for a casual, comfortable cultural Christianity, mm. and that really calls out because churches nowadays like that we're starting to get kind of culturally sound and like i mean it's not a bad thing but then it can also i mean it, there's always the good and the bad of that but he's just really calling calling out that issue um so it kind of it's he's calling it from the sense of lighting up that fire not to get comfortable and to stay on our game and remember that we're followers of jesus each and every single day so that was passion 2022 was an awesome life-changing experience. It's good stuff. So now, what now? Yeah. What happens after uh, Passion 2022? What are we doing now that Passion is over? How are we using it to amplify our lives and push us and drive us to be more Jesus, less me? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, 
You guys have anything you want to chime in on that? We've got some. We do have some exciting news on things coming up in the future, but mm-hmm, yes. Uh, but anything you guys personally want to share about that? Like what now? Like what happens after passion? Mm. So I think definitely talking about like the fire, like how Michaela mentioned how like passion twenty twenty filled her with this fire that she never wanted to burn out, and coincidentally one of the songs that they also really played a lot at passion was um burn bright, mm. which was. Burn. It was, it was the first time I had ever heard that song. Like Crespi Magnified, I'd heard it in other contexts, but like that was my first time hearing like Burn Bright, and mm-hmm. it was. I don't know. I just like really took a lot away from that, and like realized that like I, far too often I allow my days not to like be led by like Christ. Like I can read my Bible. I can do like Bible plans on the app. I could um like read the word do like a devotional but like my life isn't led by christ and michaela and i were actually talking about it earlier where it's like i would go into work on like a certain day and already be having a bad day before then mm. but if i had replaced the 30 minutes um that i would be doing whatever else with just listening to worship or like really getting into the word and allowing god to take hold of my day then like imagine how much could be different and like so so for me personally, I know like one thing I like touched on kind of was like, so I go into work with a whole new mindset. I um, so I go into everything really with a whole new mindset. Mm-hmm. I approach like getting coffee with a friend, with a whole new mindset, a whole new way of looking at things. And like for example, we didn't really touch on like whoops and poops today, but like one of the poops that kind of happened recently in my life was, um, so I'm one semester away from like graduating my associate's degree. Come on, but let's go. So I had to transfer schools to make it happen, and the paperwork. I'm only a little jealous because now we will no longer be considered alumni of the same college together. That is true. No, no, I still graduate from like something, even though I'm taking the class. Like I still have my. We're gonna be alumni together. I'm still like going to the ceremony. Sorry, I interrupted you, but that was just that. I was really depressed about that all day. We will always be alumni together, me and you. I so I had to transfer to Valencia State College to finish my degree so I can like finish it early. But my paperwork did not get through in time, and I wasn't able to sign up for classes in this semester in time. And this has like really been heavy on my heart because like the one thing I really want to do is like finish um, this degree as like as quickly as I possibly can. I guess there's like pressure from my family, there's pressure for myself, there's pressure like on like not knowing what the future holds and just wanting to get this out of the way like as poss- as quick as I possibly can. But I had a real moment yesterday. I remember I was leaving my advisor's office after finding out that I couldn't get in the classes and I wasn't able to graduate in this semester. And I was just like feeling really dejected. And I was like doing the class. I'm like, why, God? Why are you putting me through this? Don't you want this for me? Isn't this like what you want for me? Why would you allow this to happen? But um, so I remember we were like doing a relationship series in our young adult group. And one of the points they really brought up was Yes, being in a relationship is great. And like being single, what you want to do is be in a relationship. But when you fully understand the amount of time that goes into it, the amount of energy and the amount of things you'll have to give up to get into that relationship, sometimes it's okay to enjoy that season of singleness. I thought of this in kind of the same way. Like mm-hmm. obviously being in school would be great. There's so many benefits of being in school. And that's not a earthly thing to desire. That's not a fleshy thing. It's not a thing that like, my flesh yearns for to go to school because I hate school, to be honest. Like, but <laughs> being in school, it seems like such like a a good, healthy thing to desire. 
but imagine how much more free time I have. Now, now that I'm not going to school for this semester, imagine what I could be filling that up with. And already since since that happened yesterday, there have been multiple like opportunities I've been given and like multiple ways that I can see myself being more involved in the ministry and more involved both at Southside but in the church community as a whole, like n- like near and far in this area and like so many different ways I could to God, give my life over to Christ in this moment where mm-hmm. I'm not in school. I'm like obviously not in a relationship. I'm not like I am it's called I believe it's Paul who was like spent his life single and like was able to fully devote his life like all of his days towards like preaching the gospel. And like obviously I'm not in the same situation as Paul, but if I have this three month period where I could fixate all of my energy into this newfound fire that I have and that I'm taking away from Atlanta, like imagine what I could do for the kingdom and imagine getting to that point. I always think of like wanting to get to the point in my life where the Lord says, well done, my faithful servant. Mm-hmm. And Amen. that's just something I hold very true. So, like, I'm excited. And, like, though I come back home from Passion, there's, like, these whirlwinds of stuff going on. Like, COVID's kind of, like, make like becoming like, a lot more difficult recently. And, like, everything's just kind of, like, not very of the world, I would say. Like, everything since returning. I'm able to hold on to this, like, flame that I, like, that's still burning, this, like, this fire that's still in me and this fire that like I know I can like take with me everywhere I go. So that's definitely something that like like what I'm going to do now. Yeah. And really, really excited for that. That's awesome. Um little insight uh, about what's coming up is on January thirtieth here at Southside Christian Fellowship, we're gonna have a Sunday called Passion Sunday, uh, which is gonna be kind of uh, highlighting our yeah, youth here at the church. Mm. And um, <laughs> yes. so Jared is actually going to be given a testimony. Let's yeah, go. Let's yeah. go. So if you guys want to come on out, see that, yeah. be here at 10 o'clock. Uh, if you need our address, uh, it's on Google. You can Google it. We're on Facebook. There it is. 1320 South 9th Street. Want to go in Florida? 34787. Josh, you didn't uh, even mention what else was happening on that Sunday. Michaela is actually going to be oh, moderating, moderating the whole service. <laughs> and I Joshua Metz is giving the message. <laughs> let's go. I'm not going to clap too loud, but so, let's go. We, we also will have <laughs> some cool added features. We're gonna, um, we're gonna have a video edit of our passion experience done by Isabel. Mm, um, let's go. Let's we're go. gonna try to put together some announcements and different things like that. And mm. but yeah, Josh left out a huge part. He's delivering the message that Sunday. Come on. <laughs> I was Come not on. gonna let that slide. Um. So, <laughs> as as Michaela, as you said. What is what? What's next? So this is no. I mean, we were, we were so we were planning this uh, last mm. year actually, even before Passion Twenty Twenty Two happened, and we were like, so we were we were thinking like, so the next Youth Sunday will be in January, mm-hmm. and this was sometime before Passion Twenty Twenty Two. And Michaela's like, you know what? That'd be like they were they had a, a, a kind of leadership meeting. I was Michaela, Pastor Shell, and uh, I believe Pastor Dwayne, right? And you guys had a, a meeting, and they were like saying, oh yeah, who? who should give a message and Michaela she's given a couple messages um between here and another church in Ocala the way way that it happened was Pastor Shell came to me and he said you know Michaela I want to see you moderate a service like put together a service Mm. so the challenge wasn't just for me to bring a message the challenge was for me to put together an entire service 
Um, and so uh, we normally do our family worship Sundays every fifth Sunday where I give the message. And so Pastor Shell said, instead of you giving the message for the next fifth Sunday, why don't you moderate and put together the service? Mm. And I said, okay. And he was like, you can pick whoever you want, uh, whoever God leads you to give the message. And I started thinking about it for a few seconds. And then I just looked at Pastor Shell and I said, Josh. And he was like, Josh. And I was like, yeah, Josh. And, uh, and he was like, he was like, maybe you should ask him. And I said, I think he'll say yes. And, uh, and then I waited a couple of days and then I was like, hey, Josh, what do you think about giving a message? And he was like, uh, and, uh, he was a little hesitant at first. And then he was like, he was like, you know what? I'll do it. I'll do it. I, I don't want to say I was in the room when this happened, but I feel like I like I vaguely remember You were this. here when I brought it up because okay, it was okay. during one of these podcasts. It was like one of our oh first my, episodes. It was. It was. We were recording oh this, gosh. and I looked at him, and I was like, oh, yeah, Josh, how would you feel about giving a message? And then he just sat there, and he was like, ooh. He <laughs> said something like, here, let me pray about it. And I was like, okay. And then after a couple of minutes, he was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> so, so from that moment, um, we, we started talking about it more in depth. And I remember Michaela and I, we were talking about it and she was like saying, you know, you're going to be, I remember we were actually in the, um, the, I was like, don't give me your topic yet because you're going to have one after passion. Exactly. Mm. I remember we were in the, we were in the multi-purpose room in the church and Michaela said, you know, that's going to work perfect because you're going to come off of passion 2022 on fire. Yes. And like, well, look at, you're not look wrong. We were, <laughs> we're on fire. So what's next? What's next is that God has some awesome things lined up for you or for us. And so in, but in this walk, in, in the walk of Joshua Metz, there's a really big calling happening on January 30th. And I'm super humbled. I am super honored and I'm just super ecstatic for this. Yeah. I am just pumped. And so I'm super, I, I'm just so excited. I know the Lord's really going to just, he's going to talk through, he's going to use me. I'm just going to allow him to use me. I'm going to say, Lord, I'm going to try and get out of the way as much as possible. I'm just going to let mm. you work in whatever way you want to use on. me. Um, so I'm just super pumped for that. And I know Let's that this it. is just the start. Um, and I, 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 guys, 2022 is going to be one of the best ones yet. And we're going to make, we're gonna, oh, for sure. in Jesus name, we're going to make this the best Amen. one yet. Amen. So and one of the things I'm really excited about is what I learned through my schooling, um, doing Southeastern University, uh, the extension site through Glad Tidings and Glad Tidings College. I learn how us as young adults, whether our calling is ministry, whether uh, ministry is a passion we have along with another job, whatever it is, um, God can utilize everybody's gifts Amen. in incredible ways. And, um, and so like this fifth Sunday is really an opportunity for us young adults to use our gifts. And it's not that it's a young adult Sunday. It's not that it's a youth Sunday. It's just that it's a Sunday morning where we're just going to display how God's moved in us. And we are wanting to encourage and light a fire on the whole church. Mackenzie is in charge of worship that day. And uh, we will have a young adult filled worship team. We have um, we have Josh giving the message. We've got Jared giving his testimony. Yeah, we have baby. me moderating. Um, so it's going to be full of us young adults from Passion. And it's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, that's why we've coined it Passion Sunday. It's going to be really awesome. I'm really excited for it. And um, also... Um, Another exciting thing we have, it's not something we've officially announced yet, uh, but I think it's safe for me to talk about on the podcast. Um, and uh, we, everybody's like, well, what happens next? Well, we are making some transformation to our Wednesday night 
um, here in the new future. Yeah, we are. And uh, the new update is that in February, we're aiming for February for this to kick off, we are going to be developing a whole new Wednesday night program. So instead of having a young adult Bible or having an adult Bible study on Wednesday night, we operate mostly on small groups now throughout the week um, here at church. Um, instead of doing a normal adult Bible study like we've always done, we are going to transition into a youth emphasis Wednesday night. And so we will be, uh, the young adults will be serving those evenings and we will be doing worship and giving a message to the middle school and high school ages. And then, uh, children's church will still have, they will still have children's church. Um, Karen will be over that. And, um, we will, uh, I will be giving a message to the middle school and high school ages um, right Let's after go. a worship um, that will be led by Mackenzie and directed by Mackenzie. And then uh, we will have, uh, we will break out into small groups after my message. And so Jared and Catherine will take the middle schoolers, me and Josh will take the high schoolers, and uh, we'll split off into small groups like that after I do my message. And it's going to be, it's going to be super awesome. I'm excited for it. And those are just things that were that are happening. That's what's happening after Passion. We are uh, we are coming back on fire, and we want to spread it with the church. So let's do it. Um, we also have a couple other really awesome uh, events coming up, uh, kind of towards the middle of the year. Um, yep. We're actually doing a mission trip uh, with the church, Navajo Go. region in New Mexico. Uh, our church actually partners with um, with them over there, and uh, we're going to be hopefully with the. Uh, with an awesome team from over here, we're just gonna go over there and we're gonna have like kind of like a vacation Bible school with the kids, um, and I think potentially um, do some manual labor over there and uh, hopefully you know maybe build some some help like do some renovation, do build some buildings, whatever they need help with. Um, so we're just gonna go over there. We're just gonna go be a blessing to them and allow the Lord to uh, to use us over there and, and um, let the Holy Spirit work and. Uh, I think there's oh I think also the young adults are gonna be having a retreat again. I think Pastor Shell touched oh, on that leadership retreat, leadership so retreat as be, well. So it will be a a leadership retreat. So any young adults who serve at leadership capacity here at Southside, we will be having another retreat um, that'll be open to just those who are really striving for leadership and wanting mm-hmm. to um, advance in leadership here at Southside. And then one exciting thing that I also did yesterday was I went ahead and got the tickets for Passion 2023. Where are you looking at? She's ahead of the game. Come on. We we were able to get early access to the tickets because we were ticket holders for Passion 2022. And so Passion this year is doing three different locations. They've announced two of them, and then they're looking at a third location. Um, but right now, the two locations that they've announced is Atlanta again, and they will be doing State Farm Arena. So instead of doing one giant one at Mercedes-Benz, they're splitting it to multiple uh, different arenas across the country mm-hmm. in hopes that they can spread out and get more people. And so they can reach more people. And so they're doing Atlanta at State Farm, and then they're doing Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas at Dickey's Arena. And yeah. we book tickets for Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. Come, Come on, on baby. Flying to Texas. We on are. A big so, uh, jet plane. And I actually today went ahead and did the very responsible thing of going ahead and booking a hotel early. And so I've got one just in case already booked because we've got a lot of people. 
Um, it's free cancellation, so I can cancel it anytime if I find a better deal, but this one is only a mile from the arena, and it's already booked. So, if worst case scenario, we've already got something locked and loaded, and it's free cancellation until December 23rd. So, we got a long time. That's right. So, we say all that, guys, to give you an insight on what God has lined up for 2022, and this is just the start. And there's going to be so much far and few, or not far and few in between. There's going to be so much in between all of that. Each and every day that God has something for us, for his children that he so loves so much. He loves us so much. And I just don't want you guys to lose a sight of that because, you know, we all might be, we all go through things as humans. This is life. We all go through things. The thing we can't forget about is that he loves us so much. He is for us. And if he is for us, who can be against us? So what's next? God's next, and he's got some pretty awesome things for us in 2022, guys. So, yeah, guys, this has been an awesome one of the, I think this has been a really awesome episode. So, I really, and, like, one thing I really took away was, like, like, just listening to our voices and just listening to, like, how we all have this, like, new, like, jumpiness, like, like, if any of you have never gone to Passion Conference, I will so so strongly urge you to go it's imperative if you're looking for a church to join Southside Ooh. church if you're looking for a next gen ministry to join Southside next gen Ooh. if you're looking for a free passion ticket it's not free you can come fundraise with us but we do have an available spot just for you that's right <laughs> um, and if you're looking for a youth pastor you go Michaela MacDonald that's right or a young adult or a young adult or a young adult pastor Just come fellowship I'm actually 25 and under I'm both Ooh, Youth ooh. and young adult, double-edged sword. Ooh. <laughs> uh, real quick, guys, I do have a request. Jared fell over when I made that noise. I just want to make the note. <laughs> he is dying in the pillow right now. <laughs> so I do have a request um, for everyone listening um, that I just, we just ask you guys. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Uh, we just... We just ask you guys, um, and I, I'm, I speak on behalf of Michaela and Jared on this one. Um, we just we just request prayer um, from you guys who are listening. Just We just request some prayer that um, the Lord just continues to, to work in us and through us into this world. And then he use us in the way he needs us to. And we just continue to be faithful leaders and servants of him every single day in all that we do. And, um, and if you guys have any prayer requests, feel free to reach out to us via Facebook um, uh, Instagram, whatever. If you guys want to come to Michaela's front door, and I'm sure she won't mind. She'll she'll welcome you right on in. She's at coffee. Um, just knock on the door. Don't ring the doorbell because the doorbell's broke. There you go. Um, but, if I can do it, you can do it too. <laughs> so just keep us in prayer, guys. Um, we we really we really love you guys, and we're really loving what the Lord is doing um, in us and through us, and um, we're just. We were just being as best of faithful servants as we can, and mm. and we're just we're loving people as He loves us. Amen. All right. And then, oh, I would also just like to request request prayer real quickly. Um, Joshua is fortunate enough right now, but we did like our Southside group did kind of get hit with oh, um, we did. COVID as soon as we Me got and back. Me and Jared were blessed to not <laughs> catch a very, case of COVID. Very blessed. But um, and Josh is like making recovery right now. In town, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Josh is free of COVID now. Yeah. we are sitting in the same room as him, so I hope he is <laughs> for sure. Or else we are both at risk. But his uh, his his quarantine is up, 
and uh, his quarantine is up and he's feeling good, but there is a few of us who are not doing good. Mm. And uh, So I'd just like to say in this moment, um, who we know right now is Zach, Isabel, Abdiel, and Janelle. Just yeah. really request for a prayer. And I think, uh, I think Abdiel, um, Janelle was saying he wasn't really showing any more symptoms. Um, oh, so God he's bless. coming down from it, but him and Janelle were really sick. He was pretty sick right before he tested positive, and Janelle's mm-hmm. been sick, uh, not doing good at all. And mm-hmm. uh, so just just keep Janelle and Zach and uh, Isabel in your prayers, man, because uh, they need it. They need it. Scary thing. But I'd like to thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 11 of Southside Next yeah. Gen. And we oh. have to do our ritual. Oh, We cool. count to three, right, and right. everybody say goodbye in another way that isn't goodbye. That's right. All right, bet. All right. Are we ready? I don't have one yet. I do. I've been thinking about you this all night. You don't have to think about it. It's a spur of the moment thing. That's why That's why it's so great. <gasps> oh, Josh's phone. phone, not his phone. What are you doing? Down. We good? We good? All right. One, Peace. two, three. Bye. Awesome. Toodles. Bye.